Perak Vav Mishnah Aleph. As has been mentioned earlier in the Mesechta, produce that has been halachically designated as Leket Shechar Peah, one of those gifts for the poor, is exempt from the tithing requirements. When the poor person takes that Leket Shechar Peah, he need not separate Truma for the Kohen, the first tithe for the Levi, etc. In addition, it has been mentioned that if a person declares his produce to be hefker, that is, he completely relinquishes ownership of the produce, making it available for anybody to take. In that case, too, whoever ends up taking the produce need not tithe it. Our mission discusses produce, which is not leket shecharpeh, didn't forget in the field, it's not gleanings that drop during the harvest, it starts out as produce that completely belongs to him. His goal is to kind of engineer it into the equivalent of a produce that's leket shecharpe, that's designated for the poor and exempt from the tithing obligations. That is, he wishes to designate the produce with a status such that the poor exclusively may take it, and he wants the poor to receive the benefit of being exempt from the tithing requirements. So it's an attempt at a kind of a halfway hefker status. Classic hefker means that the object is now available to the public at large, regardless of the person's economic status. Can he do it kind of halfway and say it's hefker for the poor, for them to take it and not have to tithe it? Mishnah begins, Beishamei Omrim, and the spelling here of hefker is different than the Conventional spelling that's with a fey, Armishnet spelled with a vase, but it means the same thing. It says hefker laniam hefker. Mishamai rule that this does work if the person declares that this produce here, even though it's not actually leka shechar peah, he didn't forget it in the field or anything of that nature, but he simply declares that this produce is hereby available for any poor person to take. According to the Academy of Shammai, that is effective, and thus a poor person may take that and will be exempt from the tithing requirements. However, the Academy of Hill ruled, no, this doesn't work. Halacha does not recognize something to be ownerless. The person's ownership is not relinquished through giving the object to Hefker, unless and until he declares it to be completely Hefker. The public at large, regardless of their economic status, is allowed to take it. It's not owned by anyone. Only then does it meet the definition of Hefker. The precedent for this is how the Torah describes the concept of Hefker in the context of Shemitah. As the Pasuk states, During the Shemitah year, you shall release and abandon all of your produce. Yisrael derives from this Pasuk that regarding an individual who would like to I declare his produce as hefker. That's only valid if he does it in the manner that the produce of Shemitah becomes hefker, that is, free for all to take. And so the attempt here, this person who's trying to say it should be hefker for the poor, fails, doesn't do anything. The person still completely owns that, and needless to say, will not be exempt from the tithing obligations. So if he wants to you know, add more produce and have that treated essentially as make it a gift for the poor, and have that be exempt from the tithing obligations, he would have to declare that it's completely hefker, and you know, do that when, let's say, the poor are in the vicinity, you know, a poor person is coming, 
and then he will take the produce from Hefker, acquire that for himself, and being that it was properly made Hefker, that poor person will be exempt from the tithing obligations. The mission continues with a dispute regarding a potential case of Shechacha. The Mishnah states, If kol omrei hasada shall kav kav, ve'echad shall arbas kav venu shechacho, if all of the bundles of a given field are one kav in measure, one of the bundles is four times as large as four kav, and the owner went through the process of gathering all the bundles and forgot the four kav one. Ve'shavi omrim, Ve'shavi says, the lach in this case is, e'no shechacha, that big four kav bundle is not the shechacha, it's not now to be left for the poor, for due to its largeness, the fact that it's four times the size of the other bundles, presumably the owner is not going to forget about that one. He's going to realize sooner or later that, hey, where's that huge bundle? Oh, I must have forgotten it. I'll go back out and retrieve it. And thus, since it's pretty much inevitable that he will recall that bundle, halachically speaking, it's as if he didn't forget it to begin with, Therefore, it's not deemed shechacha. However, Beishilol Omrim shechacha. Beishilol says even a bundle that's up to four times as large as the other bundles would be shechacha. If he forgot that, we can't assume that he would remember that. Beishilol agrees in principle, Beishamai, that if it was a certainty that he would recall that large bundle, then it wouldn't be deemed shechacha. But in the view of Beishilol, the fact that it's four times as large doesn't necessarily mean he will remember that later, and therefore, if he forgot even such a bundle, it would be dim shechacha.